Hey! Hello and welcome to another episode of Matt and E, Matt and A. Today we'll be reviewing the film The Double. Woo! Directed by Richard Ayoda, I- Ayoade. What else? Do you know what else he's directed? Um, no, but he's in the, he was in the IT club. Is it the IT club? What? You know the you know the IT or the IT crowd? Sorry, the oh, British. Oh, oh, which guy was he? He's the like black guy with the curly hair and the glasses. That makes me regret not liking this movie more. <laughs> I don't think I think that's okay though. Actually, he's also directed I guess Submarine from 2010. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, I heard I, about that film. I never saw it. Yeah, I never saw that one either. Maybe maybe we'll watch it on a later episode. And music videos for Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's Vampire Weekend. That's pretty cool. Okay, anyway, let's get back to this specific film. Yes, yes. He was he was also in um, the, I think it was called The Watch, that movie with Ben Stiller. That wasn't very good. He's uh, I, I quite enjoyed the IT crowd. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of different than what this film is. Have you... What have, is- have you watched the IT crowd? No. I don't but know if you would like it because um, it's got like a laugh track. Ooh, I cannot do laugh tracks. But I, I enjoy it. It's got one of the characters is just, just like fantastic. The I mean, most of the characters are are good, but like the bosses in the movie or in the in the TV show are very good. Unlike this movie, which I did not like at all. <laughs> That's okay. All right, so let's explain a little bit about the movie. So, um, yeah, the the double is. I Wikipedia said it was a black comedy. I didn't really think it was very funny. Um, where the premise is, you have Jesse Eisenberg, who's in this like kind of post or kind of um, dystopian. I don't world. think. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Sort okay. of sort of dystopian world. His name is like what's it like Chris James? Name Simon James. Simon James. So he's in like this world and nobody really notices him or likes him. And then suddenly this guy shows up whose name is James Simon, who is also played by Jesse Eisenberg, and everybody loves him. And uh yeah. And so it's an it's like a loose adaptation of the Fyodor Dostoevsky novella, The Double. That's important to note, I think. Um, because, well, I haven't read The Double, but I, like, skimmed the Wikipedia, and it seems like, I mean, obviously the premise is the same. It's like this guy shows up, and he looks exactly like this other guy who's very... Um, so, yeah. Simon James, the main character, is like a pretty, I don't want to say antisocial in a negative way, but he's just like extremely introverted and like not able to tell people anything about himself, um, even though he has feelings and has thoughts. I don't, and, I don't even know, like, it just sort of seemed more like people didn't care about what he had to say. But like I he, think... People didn't recognize him, people didn't really care. It's exactly. not like he's 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 socially awkward, but it's not like he's like is the main reason why he doesn't interact with people is like the doorman constantly forgets who he is. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, but I think, like his his boss doesn't know who he is. Like, I know, and from from his perspective, can you can I, you talk a little bit more into the microphone? You're kind of yeah. coming yeah. in and out. Sorry yeah. for the audio quality, listeners. From, is this better? Yeah, yeah. Okay, from his perspective, I feel like it's because he doesn't do the things he needs to do to make people care about him. Like, and I know that sounds horrible, but like in a way it's kind of true. Like if you don't, if you don't share yourself with other people, then how can you expect other people to care about you? You know what I mean? Like if you, if I don't you even do, think so. Cause he, he's pretty, you know, he's good at his job, but his boss yeah. still doesn't notice him. Like, but like his 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 relationship with the woman Mia. Okay, so Mia Wazikowski Wazikowska. I don't know how to say her name. Her name's Play, Hannah, right? Uh, yeah. And so his his relationship with her, like he kind of gives her nothing to go on. <laughs> so why should she really care about him? See, I and like he understands her. He's just shy about talking to her. But I don't think that's an antisocial thing. I think that's just like, you know, he's kind of shy and awkward. Anyway, let's, we're, you're getting too in the... I guess we kind of disagree on this character, yeah, the characterization. I also didn't think it was that great, but I guess I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we, we went over the plot. The movie starts out and it's just like extremely grim and like dark and not, like, overtly dystopian, but, like, definitely, you know, undertones. And it mm-hmm. just felt, like, way overstated to me. Yeah, I would agree. I I thought... I, I usually like films like this. I like where it's, like, a universe that is so... Not so different from ours, but it's, like, weird. You know, like, for example recent examples, the lobster, right? Like that's clearly not the world we live in, but it's so obviously like a world with, uh, with like an internal structure. It, yeah. It kind of reminded me the world that, it, that exists is kind of surrealistic, yeah. not like extremely surrealistic, but like somewhat kind of like the lobster mm-hmm. or, um, also kind of like the invention of lying. Um, there was other examples, but I, I don't yeah. remember them right now. Yeah, yes. it's, it's kind of yeah, just cool, but you're right. It felt a little too like immediate, immediately. The thought that shot out to me was um, the Apple commercial, oh, like the, yeah. the famous one, 1984, the Apple commercial that's called 1984. Yeah, I mean, it just sort of seemed very much like the director read the double. And was like, well, let's kind of put it in the Apple commercial, and then that's probably good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, this is the beginning of the movie. Like, I get you're establishing the character in the world, but it's just so grim and so obvious and j- just uninteresting. It's, it's not interesting. To, like, it's not something you want to look at, and it's not done in any kind of creative way that makes it, you know... Okay. Just, like it's intentionally ugly, but yeah. like the ugliness isn't done in a way that makes me actually want to keep watching. And like you know, the character is awkward, but like obviously so, and not in a way that's like you know, intriguing. Yeah, I would say for me, um, 
I agree with most of what you're saying and certainly about the whole, it feels like things play out the exact way that you expect them to play out. And again, that might be because, well, not entirely. Again, that might be because this is coming from a source material, which is so old that like we have seen this before because the source is from like the novel was published in 1846. So, um, I mean, you you just, I, I felt like the take on it, like there's a lot of different ways to like, you know, have a take on this type of source material. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, you know, a very common story, but it's a story that like, you know, there are variations on and people watch again and again. I mean, it, yeah. And I think, and I think that's where like the main story, obviously, well, first of all, it, I think it diverges because at the end, which we won't give it away, but the ending is different than what happens. And the ending is very like open to interpretation. So yeah, my, my theory is that the ending is just him hallucinating. Yeah. And I don't think the ending actually happened. And it's just, <laughs> if it's a stupid ending, like, <laughs> I guess I, I, I I don't recommend watching this movie, so I'm going to give away what happens at the end. At the end of the movie, like, basically, I had to watch this a couple times because it didn't make any sense to me. Um, Where basically, he realizes that any physical harm that comes to Jesse Eisenberg happens to the other Jesse Eisenberg. Anything that happens to James Simon also happens to Simon James. So if you get, like, cut, the cut also transfers to the other person. So he decides that he's had enough of this double, so he handcuffs him to um, a bed and then jumps off a really high building where it's just enough that he can live, but, like, he's seriously harmed. And then he... The the parents come for him, but then the other guy dies. So, the yeah, the idea is, like, He's killing off his double by inflicting serious harm to himself. Which is very, like, Fight Club, right? Did you get that connection? I thought it. I thought that the director was kind of taking from the end of Fight Club, you know, when he shoots himself in the face. Yeah, but I liked Fight Club. <laughs> I no, know. No, no, um, so here's, here's my criticism. Here's my criticism. And in Fight Club, they're obviously... I don't want to spoil Fight Club. But I guess it's been... It's been so long. Okay. Come on. Yeah, well, you didn't want to spoil the double, though. Okay, okay. Uh, if you haven't seen Fight Club, watch that movie. I love that movie. It's from 1999 or something. 90, 98, maybe. Can, okay. you, can you continue? Uh, just be careful with speaking in the microphone. Um, yeah, so at the end of Fight Club... Uh, or Tyler Durden in Fight Club is clearly a manifestation of his psyche where it's like, you know, he is... Tyler Durden sometimes. Um, and the double, it's clear that he's not James Simon. This is a different person. So mm-hmm. in the end of Fight Club, when he shoots himself, it's like, you know, he, he mentally is able to kill one character while keeping the other one alive. My problem is he injures himself to try to kill the other, his double, but when he gets medical attention, wouldn't that medical attention help the double? Or if the double doesn't get medical help, wouldn't that hurt him? Yeah. It was a well, stupid ending to a, to not a very good movie. I'll I think, yeah. The movie picked up a little bit, 
when um, Jesse Eisenberg is double. So he the, the, the beginning it establishes him as kind of like this like lonely character, um, and then when the double comes, who's you know more charismatic, the movie kind of picks up, but I still didn't really enjoy it at any point. Okay, um, I think yeah for me. First of all, with the ending, that is a good point to raise. And I think maybe that is maybe why it's supposed to be seen as open-ended in terms of maybe he is, like, hallucinating and having a psychotic break, and this is all kind of a part of it. But that's kind of too, like, cop-out in a way. I will say... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um... Yeah, so... He also to to explain to the listeners who haven't seen this movie, and that's for the best. Um, <laughs> like his uh, at the end, he sees like his the the person who owns his company, who he, he's been trying to talk to through various points in the movie, and his person who owns his company is like, "Yeah, good job. You're really unique." And he's like, "I like to think so," which is, you know, kind of that's the part that feels the most surrealistic to me. That's why I think it's a hallucination. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's not hallucination, like I was saying, I don't think it make, makes any sense. Yeah. But, um, uh, what we're... Yeah, um, so... Yeah, so, like, one of the weird yeah. things is, um, they're not weird things, but they look, you know, they're obviously both played by Jesse Eisenberg, but most of the characters in the film sort of pretend to, you know, when it's when it's the other person, they really like him. And when it's him, they don't like him, and they say they can't tell him apart. Um, but there are numerous points in the movie where, like, they impers- they trade places and nobody notices. Or there's a once that, like, his Jesse Eisenberg's evil double, the more charismatic one, like, blackmails him by taking pictures of himself in compromising, compromising positions. So it's a picture of the other guy... But they say it's a picture of the first guy because they look the same. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like people pretend, people say they don't look the same when they're interacting with them. But at mm-hmm. other times, like, they acknowledge that they're the same. So yeah, that kind of why I don't think it's as much of, like, a uh, psycho- like a completely psychotic break. That, that's one, that, could be, that could have been one interesting interpretation of the film, that seeing this guy as double is just entirely a psychotic break. Like, the other parts of the film, you know, directly contradict that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, for me, the most... Okay, so I'm going to disagree with one thing. Well... It's fine. You can disagree it, with everything, if you want. Um, no, because I do think that it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And um, the thing... So, I actually did like the sound design and the set design. And I think that... But I think that you're right... Like, cause I liked the opening scene where the, the lighting and he's in a train and the, the, I did like the grimness of it and the kind of the grittiness of it. But I think you're right in that that would have helped if the story were more, had a more original feel, but it hurts because it, the, the content of the, like the narrative is something we've seen before. So the visuals as something we've also seen before, um, but maybe not in this exact way. It kind of just doesn't 
create anything that seems super original. But I still, like, on its own, I liked the visuals of the film. Um, and then the other I, thing... I mean, they that, were, like, you know, they were done in a proficient manner. I just thought they were uninspired and yeah, uninteresting. And I, because of the, the narrative. Um, but another thing that I will say is that for me, okay, again, pulling on the feminist high-waisted pants and looking at this through a feminist lens, um, I'm just going to talk about, like, the relationship between Hannah and, what's his name? Simon James? Simon that, James or James Simon. Yeah, I'm going to say Simon James. Um, I, like, the first, so, like, the first part of the film is... Simon James, like, pining over Hannah and, like, not being able to talk to her and, um, like, looking at her through a telescope in his, um, in his apartment into her apartment, which is very creepy, very, like, kind of rear windowy, um, and, like, yeah, objectively creepy. Um, and I thought it was really funny because as he's doing this, he watches the guy who lives above her jump out of, like, commit suicide by jumping out of the window. And then later, <clears throat> when he's actually, like, one of the first times he talks to her, actually has a conversation with her, it's about this guy. And she goes into this rant that's like, why are you, like, about how she talked to this guy above the, above the whatever, who committed suicide. Because he, similarly to Simon had been pining over her, had not said anything, had just been watching her and was like, I love you. And she was like, you haven't even talked to me. And she gives this huge rant about how it's, that's total bullshit. And like you, how, I don't know. I didn't write down any quotes, but it was basically like, don't just like stare at me, talk to me. And I thought that was really cool. So maybe just watch like the first 30 minutes of the film to catch that part. She's a pretty unsympathetic character. I would say. I would agree because she gives that rant and then later in the film, I'm trying to, let me see. Oh, later in the film, she talks to Simon and cause she's like, I, I really like Simon. Can you help me? Since you guys are friends, can you help me get, get with him? So she's saying this to James, the guy who's in love with her. And, <clears throat> and James is like, why? Or no, Simon is like, why do you like him? And she's like, I don't know. I can just tell by looking at him. And it's like, that's the exact same thing that you just said. You hate is when people just are infatuated just by looking and obsessing over someone. So I thought that was a cool complication. Like it, it just in the beginning, her first rant was interesting. And then to see it again played out with her as the kind of obsessor. I mean, it wasn't really developed that much, but I think those those were the beats that were interesting to me in this film. I thought that was the one funny part of, or one of the funnier parts of the film when she goes on that rant. Yeah, and that's yeah, first thirty minutes. So if you don't like the film, you can don't, stop. Don't it. watch any of the film. No, you watch the first thirty minutes. There's watch, some... watch the IT crowd. Okay, but <laughs> so that's Black better. Black's boring. You anyway, see, you just haven't watched a, sh a good show with a laugh track. I mean, I don't like laugh tracks. I just don't think they're disqualifying. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I think those were my thing. Oh, I mean, 
I, it's, I don't know. I think there's, I think there's a lot you could say about this film. If you look at things other than the main plot, which sounds like really dumb to say, (laughs) but I don't know. There were aspects, the idea of like like performance, like, so when like performance, the idea of performance. So when, when, um, when Simon goes, okay, so we got Simon and James, right? Simon is the, the, introvert. Just so when, call him good, good Jesse Eisenberg and evil Jesse Eisenberg. Okay, fine. Good Jesse Eisenberg um, and evil Jesse Eisenberg. So Hannah wants to go on, out on a date with evil Jesse Eisenberg. But evil Jesse Eisenberg is like, well, why don't you, good Jesse, take my place so that you can go on a date with her? Okay, so they do that. But it's super awkward because good Jesse is awkward. And, um like halfway through the date or maybe not even halfway through like five minutes in good Jesse goes to the bathroom and talks to evil Jesse and eat and they decide to switch back so that evil Jesse can like make things better again so that good Jesse can then go back into the date with it already being like pretty good, which is like the dumbest idea anyway. So they do that. So now evil Jesse is going to go talk to Hannah and they're in the restaurant and good Jesse is watching evil Jesse and Hannah have a discussion, but Hannah's like, you're weird. I want to go because this is not what I expected. And evil Jesse is trying to convince her like, no, it's like, whatever. We can't hear what they're saying because there's all this restaurant noise. Um, but good Jesse is watching it. And then they kiss and good Jesse is like, obviously sad and the restaurant erupts in like in clapping in applause and it felt it felt like it kind of highlighted this idea of performance because good jesse before was like trying to perform you know perform the role of evil jesse but he was like failing um and then and now he's watching this performance of evil jesse trying to kind of win hannah back onto his side. And then there's all these other audience members watching this as well. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I haven't thought a lot about this, but just, I think that there are moments in this film that can be looked at critically and interestingly along the way. But I would agree that overall, this overarching arc of the plot is not that interesting on its own. That's my, <clears throat> sorry, that's my take on this film. Yeah, I don't really get that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I haven't, like, thought about it in depth. I, I, like, you know, but I just think that there are aspects you can pick out of it. Like any piece of art, there are aspects you can pick out and kind of look at critically. Even I mean, if this it's not like this film is completely irredeemable. That's what I'm saying. But... It's not like, like you said, I just, I found the entire thing to be uninspired. It sort of seemed like, you know, they had the adaptation idea and they just kind of wanted to bang it out real quick and just sort of did, made a lot of the obvious and easy choices Mm -hmm. and just kind of went from there. The interesting thing is it got like good critical reviews. So I don't know. What does that mean? 
I don't, I mean, I don't know where they were coming from. <laughs> I don't not, not the worst Jesse Eisenberg movie I've seen all year. Um, I mean, that was obviously Batman v Superman. That was a terrible movie. I don't, I, I do like, I, I, I like Jesse Eisenberg, I think. This movie made me question that. Um, why? I mean, why? Because I was like, well, at least he was good in, and then, I mean, The Social Network, but I, I couldn't think of another film that I really liked him that much in. Okay, there must be more. I mean, he was okay in Zombieland, but... Oh, yeah. And I, I think it's because he always kind of plays the same kind of guy. Right, right. And his performances aren't what I take issue with. It's just like, yeah, the movies and that he's in aren't that great. I... I Thought that he was poorly utilized in um, End of the Tour. I don't know. I've, I've seen a number of his films. Or American Ultra. Oh, that was thing. good. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. He was in The Village. Did Shout you know that? To, to Max Landis. Yeah. He was in The Village. Did you know that? No, no. I don't know what he was, but it just it lists him. The other thought, the other thought I had about this movie is um, it just reminded me of... I thought it was funny, um, the the similarities, because the when when Jesse Eisenberg was first coming on the scene, the obvious similarity was uh, Michael Sarah. Yes. And Michael Sarah had a movie that was vaguely similar to this one called Youth in Revolt, where... Um, Instead of actually, it, it was more of like Fight Clubby, where his double is just like another version of himself. That's kind. Of, do you, I don't know if you remember this movie or you saw ads for it, but he's kind of got like the the paper thin mustache going on. Yes, yes. And he plays. Yeah, I like uh, that movie better. Okay. But I I just thought that was a funny parallel between the double between two actors who kind of look similar and two movies that kind of look similar. Although, yeah. I mean, you know, they're entirely different. Yeah. Aside from, like, this, this vague premise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in terms of rating, I think Matt's going to give it a zero, maybe a one? Well, this is not the worst movie ever. <laughs> um, there are a lot of worst movies out there. Um, we might review one of them soon. Can yep. you remind me of the rating system that we agreed upon? One is not good. Two is kind of like not great, but if you're if you like this genre of film, you'll probably enjoy it. Like two is like kind of niche like, not really good. Kind of niche like to just not pretty good. Like you'll enjoy it, but only if you're kind of predisposed to enjoy it. Three is like, you know, pretty good. Four is, like, really good, and five is, you have to see this. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably give this movie a one. I don't think, I can't, I don't think most audience, I don't think most listeners or most audiences will really enjoy this movie. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I like dystopian films, and I really didn't like this movie, so. I mean, it's not. Like, it's not dystopian, though. You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of like, you like know, it's, the, them thematically, it's certainly 
draws from, you know, questions of existential dread. I mean, it's another thing that people that we didn't really talk about in this movie where, you know, nobody seems the big one of the big things is everyone seems to notice his double, but but nobody notices him, even though they look exactly the same. Yeah. I'm going to give it a two because I think that you I think you, I think more people will enjoy it than you say will enjoy it. Um, but I also accept that a lot of people will not enjoy it. <laughs> okay, cool. It's not, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely not the worst movie out there, but, um, definitely not a movie you need to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Matinee matinee. Matatee mata hey. Have a I can't remember what have else a nice day. Say, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>